what positive can come out of something so shitty as cancer? Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer. The fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back to our listeners. Today we're going to talk about cancer equals change. When you think about that statement, I think it's somewhat of an obvious statement. We know that when you're diagnosed with cancer, there's a lot of change coming, right? But how how do we make the best of something so shitty? We might not understand it. We might not want it. We might not see it or feel it now, but there's change coming, right? So let's talk about what what do we do to make the best of something so shitty? Dean, I'll throw it to you to get us started on that. Well, it's it's a it's a great way to put it. You know, how do we make the best of something? so shitty. And the first thing that I think comes to mind with this is acknowledging that it sucks, that it's shitty, that, you know, we're going through this. And that's something that's not always easy to do. You know, you don't want to have that little pity party, the 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 cry of why me why is this happening to me but acknowledging the fact that it just sucks and it's shitty i, I know? love that point cuz you don't want to and you don't want to dwell on it no but you want so that does but that doesn't mean don't go there cuz oh we we need to go there, we we need need to go there. there. Yes. yes we need to feel it we need to experience it and doing our best And learning how to navigate all of this. And that does not, and I mean, that does not happen overnight. That's for sure. No, and doing your best changes every day because some days we don't even have it in us to do much in that, right? Like that we would consider our best, but our best might be very little and that needs to be okay. So it's being gracious with ourselves that we are doing our best as we move through the ups and the downs and the unknowns and all overs. Right. Right. And I think making choices to make the best of our moments at that time, which kind of goes hand in hand of what you just said, Maggie is giving us ourselves the grace and the permission to feel what we're feeling. Yeah. And all these, go ahead. No, you go But all these moments, like you said, can be the smallest moments. Mm -hmm. It's, oh, look, and and I'm I'm sorry, I just looked outside because I have a window next to me and it got brighter here and the sun popped out and that just like brightened my day. It's those little things, those little moments 
Like last night I was outside. <laughs> I got caught in the rain last night. Huh. And, but I was sitting there watching the big thunder clouds and the darkness and the lightning bolts. I know it sounds a little crazy, but I like watching that. <laughs> I love I that like, too. I didn't like getting downpoured on because it was not the right timing and where I was. But it was that moment that to me, nature was just taking over and it was beautiful. It was just in that moment. Well, and I think that this, this making choices in those moments in time to, I, I think it, it can be the big things. It can be the little things. Right. But I mm -hmm. truly feel like my cancer journey has shown me a deeper appreciation for a lot of those things that I didn't used to take the moments for. For example, this, you know, being poured on in the rain, watching a thunderstorm, or for me, like listening to the birds. I used to think, okay, why <laughs> are my grandma and grandpa and my mom and dad so into birds? Who cares? There's a bird, you know, and now it's like, I love all the different kinds. I love to feed them what they love to eat. I love to watch them and take pictures. And it it's a whole new appreciation for me. And it brings me into the moment. So there's different things that I appreciate now. Right, right. That just brought up butterflies for me. Mm. Um, where I live in my backyard, there's a tree and there's a tree on the side of my house. And there are butterfly trees or butterfly bushes. I'm not really sure exactly what they're called. But the amount of butterflies that swarm these two trees. And when I'm walking the dog or I go out in the backyard when I need to, you know, take a couple of deep breaths and just sit in nature for a few minutes, I just always go over to the tree. And just over this past weekend, I took a picture of myself in front of the tree. <laughs> it's those little things. I love like that. Like you said, yep. it's just those little things, you know? <laughs> well, and I think you and I didn't, have little ones at home, but we know some others that were recently going through their breast cancer journey that had little ones at home. And then for example, that brings such a deeper appreciation for enjoying those moments that our little ones are with us. There's, there, there's such right. precious moments in time. So on the other side, as we think about our next chapters, if you will, Mm -hmm. After navigating all of the treatments and things, sometimes those choices become very clear as to where we might shift in our next chapters to enjoy those things we've come to appreciate more. And obviously, we all appreciate our children, right? But it's just right. you, you tend to maybe have a, a, a more clear, intentional focus on what those next chapters will involve more or less of. Right. And when we when we talk about the chapters, what came to mind for me was I know a few people that closed the chapter. They didn't want to look back at the chapter. There are people out there, men and women, that say, okay, I got through my cancer. I'm on the other side of it, or it's possible that I might have stage three or four and it's metastatic and, and I'm holding my own here right now, but I'm closing that chapter behind me. 
I don't want to deal with it. And that's okay. People want to move forward. Like you said, they want to intentionally find what, who they are, what they want, who they want to be with, and what's most important to them. So the next chapter is even more important. Yeah, and I love that. And I think you and I made a very intentional choice about our next chapters and thinking about helping others because we both knew it would help us. And it's, it's not for everyone. Like you said, some people do not want to even be having the conversations about it or whatever. And you and I are, have made a conscious choice to shift into a space where now we want to, and are passionate about helping the next women that are going through this. Yes. And that is, that was, that's like you said, that's, it's not for everyone. You know, we decided separately and together to pay it forward and really be passionate about others and getting them through whatever difficult their time that they're going through right now. That chapter is a mess right now. It truly is a mess. There's words everywhere. There's cursing everywhere. There's, there's happy words. I mean, it could, it could look like anything, those chapters. And like you said, we intentionally took something so shitty and got something so positive out of it. And we both created our own businesses. Yours is Love Me Healing and mine is Wellness Warriors for Life. And another positive that came out of this journey for the both of us is this podcast, Mm -hmm. Heal Inside and Out. And we are talking about something that's real and raw in our breast cancer journeys. Yep, absolutely. And I know sometimes it's difficult to listen to two people talking about how can this be positive? I'm not feeling very positive today. I'm not feeling like I even want to listen to this. You know, and I just want our listeners and viewers to know that it's a choice. Yep. You know, and we've had those days. Oh my goodness. That (laughs) not too long ago, too, matter of fact. Yeah. And here I am going to be six years in remission, total of seven years since diagnosis this October. And just the other day, it was just like, this is really shitty right now. And as we're talking, or as we're, you know, going through this, you're asking me, why am I moving my hands? Because my wrists hurt today. My joints hurt today, more so than they have in the last week or so. You know, so right now I'm kind of feeling a little shitty. <laughs> well, and you, you've heard me say, our listeners have heard me say that I, I truly believe that my cancer was a gift that happened for me, not to me. And when I say that, I, when I think about 
what my next chapters would have been without cancer, I would have gone down the same path of overworking, overachieving. I'd be in the same boat and it woke me up to stop Mm -hmm. that and to change and to shift. And now I couldn't be more fulfilled with what I'm doing. Now, did I have to travel through the shitty journey of that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I still believe that it was a gift that led to this and greatness came out of it, which ties to another thing, which we both now are part of, you know, a collaborative book effort. Yes. Um, Marla and I both wrote the chapter in Good to Greatness. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you speak to your two books. <laughs> yes, I wrote a chapter in Embracing the Impact of Cancer. And the second book is Women with Healing Gifts. And we just found out that both books are best number one bestseller on Amazon and internationally. Oh, we're pretty excited. We're pretty excited about that. And like you said, the cancer really made me realize because the chapters that I wrote are about my fear and my fear had nothing to do with cancer. My fears had to do with not being loved and being judged because I had to take care of myself first and not feel guilty about it. And that's what my cancer truly, that was my gift. My cancer gift to me was to make me realize that I had to set healthy boundaries and say no and not keep going and taking care of everybody else except myself. You know, and it's amazing because I know we've talked offline, not on the podcast about, you know, I have been interviewed on a TV show. We both speak at virtual events and the story on how we want to help others doesn't change. And it was because of our cancer journeys that made us realize how important the message is. Yes. Without a doubt. Absolutely. And I, and I will say that it just, I, I appreciate Marla, just back to that book of good to greatness that literally calls this out of Marla helping me bring that chapter to life, which is how do I want to tell people my story of how I shifted, how I transformed from what I thought was a pretty good life into Mm -hmm. greatness because of this journey. So it became transformational for both of us. Yes. So, and I, and I know that we, we both have this, this, we want to instill hope and inspiration into each other and those around us as we move forward with all of these things that our journeys have led to. That's why we're doing it. Absolutely. And it's really for anyone going through something like this. Yes, we are talking about breast cancer, but once again, it relates to any type of cancer, any type of illness, anybody going through any kind of life altering situation. And it's common and it's so common to feel alone and stuck without a doubt. So how do we work through that? 
you know, how can we really work hard to see the positive change when we are faced with such a shitty situation and how do we look beyond it? And, and again, that, that is different for everyone, but it's also different for everyone every day. Right. So the struggle exactly. is real. The struggle is raw. <laughs> um, and then the stuckness is something very real. So, so I think with love me healing and with wellness warriors for life, we, we both help people explore that stuckness in different ways for us. It's through reflection tools and community. And for you, it's through just these, this amazing coaching process you have around the four stages and digging deeper into that fear, right? But really helping people explore the stuckness, explore the fears that can create that feeling of stuckness or being alone Mm -hmm. and even start to think about those next chapters. Yes, and thinking about those chapters, when we manifest and when we meditate around what we want those chapters to look like is such a powerful healing tool. Yeah. I, I love which is, that. Which is really amazing. And it's truly really amazing. That's a whole other episode, my dear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love yes, that. It yes, it is. Uh, so, and, and for not paying it forward in the way we're doing it is something we're super passionate about. We're not expecting that everybody else will end up doing a similar thing, the same thing, but what is that next chapter? And so we know cancer equals change and it can mm-hmm. ultimately though be a positive change for you and your journey and your next chapter. Right. So what we'd like to do is we want to ask you, our listeners, our viewers, what do these next steps or chapters look like for you? And we would love to hear from you. So what, what we're going to ask is that you look in the show notes for the link to leave us a message because we both are looking forward to hearing from all of you. Absolutely. Because, because healing truly is inside and out. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com where you can also find additional information and resources.